Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king, Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangsta Time Co. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What's good, Chris? What up, everybody listening? Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's just me and Josh. Flying solo, solo for today. Brian is a little preoccupied, uh, so he couldn't make it in this week. But he'll be back next week. Uh, but until then, we uh, we got a fun show planned. Very excited. We got a we got One Piece, My Hero Academia, among other things. Uh, let's so let's not waste any time. Let's get right into the plugs. You could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? You can find me at jdcole underscore 37. That's on Instagram and on X. Yeah. At New Jump City Josh. Whoo. Uh, right next to me also. I, I said guess, X? Yeah, you said with X. two arms up. Oh, you said X with two arms? No, no. I'm just saying I put my arms. like I, I did an X with my arms. Like, oh. I can do it with me next time. Gotcha. Next time I'll do it. <laughs> uh, and everyone listening. Yeah. Uh, Brian's not here, but uh, we do have my uh, our little associate producer, Gingerbread, sitting right next to me, my cat, uh, being a little fluffball, providing emotional support for me. Oh my gosh, she just bit me. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I heard, I heard him too. <laughs> She's so mean. Uh, but she is here. Uh, yeah. G- uh, gingerbread, everybody. And... Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> um, we uh, also have a TikTok. Why not follow us there? Email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. That would be a super duper cool if you did that. Um, we do, uh, And we'll answer them on our pre-show chat show that we do every week. Uh, we did one this week. We missed one last week because we got a little bit of a late start, but... Uh, we got one out this week, so check that out. Usually comes out on Wednesdays uh, in the morning. And uh, yeah, uh, like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Please do that. That would be super, super nice. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you enjoy what we do, give us a subscribe, like, share. If you prefer audio podcast, we are pretty much on every single uh, podcasting platform out there. So no excuses. <laughs> you can find us anywhere. And, um, yeah, without further ado, that's all the plugs, really. So, let's not, let's not, uh, delay this any further. And, uh, let's get the show started. One Piece! This is One Piece Chapter 1098. We're almost at 1,100 people. Bonnie's birth. Um, and we got Brooke... Doing some music with an electric eel on the cover. Hell yeah. I didn't finish yeah. the art. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't even notice this the first time I saw. But on Brooke's legs, uh, we Oda put an apology. <laughs> he says, I didn't. What? 
if you look at the cover page on Brooks' legs, there's writing on there, and it translates out to, I didn't finish the art in time. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's right. Bro, it's Oda. Okay. I mean, yeah, this is like the first time Oda has ever, like, submitted, I guess, an incomplete chapter. And as far as incomplete chapters go, it's almost not noticeable. Like, some things are sketchy. And, you know, that you could clearly tell that they're still, like, um, pencils. But they're not, like, just rough sketches. You know what I mean? They just need the inks and the the proper shading. But outside of that, you know, pretty good for roughs. And it's only, like, one or two pages, uh, panels that are like that. But anyway, chapter 1098. Last we left off, we are in the midst of a Kuma flashback. We're finding out where Kuma came from, what uh, what his whole deal is. Um, and as we left, uh, Ginny, his, uh, his love interest and a member of the Revolutionary Army, had uh, apparently been taken by the Marines. Uh, we start this chapter off pretty much exactly where that chapter uh, uh, left off, uh, where the Revolutionaries are now getting word that Bonnie has been taken, uh, Kuma has uh, decided to go and rescue her himself. Um, and it seems, uh, you know, Kuma gets word of it. He goes off t- uh, to go get her. Basically teleports over there um, in, a, in a really cool way. Uh, we see uh, Dragon has learned that apparently a Celestial Dragon had his eye on on uh on Ginny and that's why she was taken to be a celestial dragon's wife um so you know he uh i guess uh okay so he doesn't go immediately to save uh to save Ginny actually Kuma went to uh, a rebellion in Tumi to like help them out and that, and in the meantime, um, Ginny was taken. So, uh, Ginny was taken and was made into a celestial dragon's wife. Uh, two years later, we learned that uh, Ginny has gotten sick and was then discarded by uh, one of the cele- by the celestial dragon who was her husband, and they dumped her off. So, you know, she's she's looking like she's uh deathly ill and she's making this call to the revolutionaries just to say goodbye um and you know she apologizes to kuma because she's dying and you know she's like i it won't be long now i appreciate your concern but don't come looking for me and kuma just runs off to go find her immediately um as she says that always just remember i'll always always love you uh kuma returns to I guess um, to the uh, Sorbet Kingdom, where Ginny um, was was dropped off, and you know she is already dead by the time he gets there, but there is a baby with her, and uh, that baby is Bonnie, as we all know. And uh, this was a pretty crazy turn of events. It turns out that Kuma is not Bonnie's biological father, actually. Um, you know, so, you know, he's, uh, he takes it upon himself to raise Ginny's daughter. And, um, 
Yeah, and he turns out he's he really is uh he's not just a stepdad. He is the dad that stepped up. <laughs> he is very much taking yeah. care of um of Bonnie uh and taking good care of her by the looks of it. You know, we see a little cameo by Sabo there. That's cool. Uh you know, I guess he was training uh Sabo when he was that younger. Was- hmm? Yeah, that was Sabo, right? Yep. Sabo cameo. Um, so, you know, a couple of years pass and we see that Bonnie is starting to develop the same disease that Ginny had. Um, and uh, at that point, uh, Kuma now quits the revolutionaries so that he could be with uh, Bonnie full time. Dragon understands. And he's like, we'll ask every doctor in the world that we can to help, you know. Um, Bonnie manages to live up to the age of five, you know, and she's a little terror as Bonnie is. Um, it's, um, you know, she's like bullying kids and, you know, being a little rambunctious, uh, scamp there. Um, it's kind of cute. So Kuma's like, please don't go outside. Even the doorway makes me nervous, you know? Um, and he's just like being overprotective of her, um, and, uh, you know, Bonnie tells Kuma that she's being made fun of for the stones on her face, the little signifiers of the disease. And uh, Kuma is just like, what? Your jewels? They're just jealous because they make you look so beautiful. And Bonnie's like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> it's very cute. Um, and also very sad. Uh, so, you know, Kuma yeah. starts talking about what they're going to do after, you know, Bonnie is cured. He's like, if we went on a trip, where would you want to go? Which is a thing Kuma says. Um, and Bonnie says that she wants to go. Oh. To the, yeah. Uh, and uh, Kuma, uh, Bonnie says that she wants to go to the Sky Islands. And uh, Kuma's never heard of the Sky Islands, which is cool. And um, she's like, maybe Nika will be there since it's so close to the sun. And uh, Kuma starts doing the Nika dance. And he's like, wow, the sky would be a huge adventure. Maybe we'll do that once you turn 20. And where was your 19th going to be? And she says, Fishman Island. Um, we then find out that the disease that is plaguing Bonnie, according to a doctor, is a disease known as Sapphire Scales. Um, there are not many cases of it, uh, but light is what causes it to spread. Um, all kinds of natural light. Moonlight, sunlight, doesn't matter. It will spread over time. But... Even if you can't, you blocked the the cause entirely, it would eventually spread over time. Um, and he tells Kuma that Bonnie at this point has only ten, uh, five more years to let to live, you know. So she won't see her ten tenth birthday, and there's no cure yet. So Kuma is just traumatized by this fucking news, uh, and you know Kuma is about to go back in. Bonnie wakes up and is like and scares him. She goes, Boo! And um he's like, I thought you were asleep. And uh Bonnie's like, No, I'm 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 awake. What was that about age 10? And uh mm-hmm. Kuma's like, huh? What? And she's like, I heard you said age 10. Wait, why are you crying? Is it about me? And Kuma's like, No, oh yes, age 10. Would you believe that the doc would you believe that doctor? He told me that you won't get better until you reach age 10. And, um, you know, he says, it seems so far away. I was feeling a little let down. Um, what, a, what a horrible liar. Yeah. 
<laughs> he should have been like, man, that's the next time I gotta take you to the doctor. Yeah, when you're ten. Well, I would have said anything. Yeah, it's a, it's a big promise. But Bonnie's like, so I'm gonna be better when I'm ten, and then I could go around the world with you. And Kuma's like, fuck. Yes, you'll be better when you're ten. And she's like, yay. Something must have been true about that. Bonnie must have somebody. Kuma must have done something, because, you know, Bonnie is alive. Yeah. So, there's that. Um. So one year after this, uh, the nightmare return. A uh, nightmare returned to Sorbet Kingdom. We learn that uh, King Bikori is back and he's worse than ever, being a a real scumbag. This guy and um. He's like, and the chapter ends with Kuma going like, it's like 16 years ago all over again. He's going to burn everyone he thinks is weighing the country down. You know, so I guess Bakari is going full genocide mode. Um, and that's where the chapter yeah. ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think about One Piece chapter 1098? Uh, RGC. <laughs> I felt about it. I want to say RGC for a different series, but that's for the pettiest, the most childish of reasons. So I won't do that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Really matters. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna be honest and say uh, One Piece because it was the best this week. Yeah. Same for me. It's uh, unified. I guess it counts. Sure. Unified yeah. RGC. Unified RGC. I just really like that drop. Yeah, I love it too. I just like to listen to it sometimes. <laughs> um, so look, I am touched, okay? I had no idea the story was going to get like this. I knew, I knew Kuma's backstory would be tragic, but I thought it would be tragic lore-wise. And what I mean by that is just that, like, oh, man, like, look at all these unfortunate circumstances. But, like, you know, I, we're connecting with Kuma, with who he was before the machine, and also also Bonnie, who we only just recently started to care about with this arc. I mean, I don't know how you felt about Jewelry Bonnie, one of the, uh, what, top ten of the worst generation? Was she a, um, a supernova? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. I don't know if you, I didn't really care too much for her. I thought she was out of the game when she got captured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I digress. So the fact that her mom died. Oh my god! The fact that that's not even Kuma's kid. That is so sad. That she like Jenny just died like off screen. Like it was. I need to form my thoughts. That was effective writing, in my opinion. Um, I don't think it lessened her as a character or what happened to her. I think, if anything, it really helps illustrate the point Otis trying to make that these people treat others as if they aren't, they don't have their whole lives. They, they, they snatched her away and snatched her whole story and being away as well in the process. And that's what might as well have happened in the real world and, you know, to us as readers. Like, you know, so I, I just, even through, through the lens of Kuma, 
Like he he, he didn't ha- he had no idea what's happening that time. You know, at the, when you first started reading it, you was trying to figure out like, oh, like did he go try to like get her or something like that or like was you know, but he just was on another mission and he had to like that was it. Like once she got captured, there was no way to get her back unless they would have went all the way back to Marwood Marwood or we say it. So the red wall. So he he had to take that on the chin as he was a revolutionary. And then the fact and speaking of being a revolutionary, the fact that Dragon had no problem I don't want to say no problem, but he told Kuma like, you know, go ahead and do what you gotta do. Like and to take care of this kid. You know, even though he was definitely invaluable to them and to their cause. Um you know, with his immense power and his crazy uh fruit, you know, the abilities or whatever. Dragon just still said, you know, dude, you know, live your life. Um, which, you know, I guess that makes sense coming from Luffy's dad. But he's so stoic. It's really hard to connect him and Luffy at all. Right. They don't look the same. They don't behave the same. But they both have principles, I think. That's for sure. Yeah, I think Luffy um, would have done so. the same thing if one of the crew members were in the same situation. Yeah. Just like that, like live without regrets. Go ahead. You know, hopefully we'll run into each other again, type shit. Yeah, you'll always be part of the um, crew. And it's crazy because, like, it's. I think it's it's really potent coming from the leader of the revolutionaries because they're not just out there doing, like, living their dreams, you know, and and living for fun and for the sake of themselves. They're out here with a fucking mission and they're fighting for the sakes of everybody around the world. You know what I mean? So that it just wasn't an easy loss. And he could have like Oda could have written him really trying to appeal to Kuma. Like, please, man, I know you care about this little girl, but we're really trying to make something happen. And I, and I think the same way we didn't really get to see what happened with Jenny, how like that wasn't really shown, but how that says a lot. Same thing I would apply with this situation with Dragon. And, you know, Oda is just so good at packing a lot within his pages and, like, within the panels. And I'm not even just talking about word bubbles. Like, just... Like, what I spent my thoughts on in the past minute or two was just on maybe three panels, you know? So... Kudos, Oda. You the goat. Um, yeah, I'm invested in Bonnie. I think, um, I think there's no way around it. She's absolutely going to join the Straw Hats. One, she may not be the 11th crew member, but she'll be their Vivi for the, for a long time. She'll, she's, go, she's going, she's going to Elbaf, my nigga. Yeah, she is. There's nothing you can do to stop that. Me and I, when I don't, I don't mean you, Christian Espinal, but I'm saying what? to you, you, to the general reader base. Do people want to stop Bonnie from going? I didn't I'm know just saying, going. like anybody that had a problem with it, that that's it. You just gonna have a problem with it. And I'm glad I'm not hating on this one. Feels good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorbet. Sorbet. Right, go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Cool, right. That's a cool fucking kingdom. There's no, but there's no sorbet around them. Isn't that like, it's like ice cream, right? Or, yeah. So it's like kind of ice cream. Yeah. 
you know, I have a laptop and I'm gonna hmm. Google sorbet and looking at. That. I think it is ice cream. Uh, I think you're definitely right about that. Um, so, um, my thoughts, uh, zero to 10, because the chapter wasn't 100% finished. No, I'm kidding. Uh, this was a really good chapter. Whoa. <laughs> this is really good. I, it's Kuma's life is just so tragic. Um, but so there's like these little happiness, like happy moments of raising Bonnie, you know, that just endear us to him all the more. Uh, one of the cool things is that, like, now we know, I guess, why she calls herself Jewelry. Jewelry Bonnie. Because of the jewels. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, by the way, sorbet is just straight up, like, fruit. Oh, really? Um, it's not ice cream? Yeah, like, fruit. Like, you know, it is ice cream, but it's like, so, as a, all right, all right. So, what I actually Googled was sorbet, and then I seen someone put sorbet versus sherbet. So I was like, all right, something to compare. So basically, like sherbet, which is what you see usually, like a lot, like more more often than sorbet, is like it's like a dairy and fruit combination, Ooh. where sorbet is straight up like fruit, like like frozen uh, iced fruit, like you know, but sh you know, shredded and to the point that it's you know, almost like an ice cream. Mm. But it's not ice cream because no cream, no dairy. Sherbet has dairy. Like I said it's a mix. Yeah. But so with that said, with that said, where the fuck is all the sorbet at? <laughs> well, the king. I swear took to God, it. he better pull up to King um Bekari. Oh. Uh, thank you. Wow. Mm -hmm. You're deep in the lore, bro. I'm a lore um, man. Yeah, you're the Chris the lore man. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It, yo, I hope Kuma punches him in his face and sorbet flies out of his pockets. Cause that's like what they do. Like, like the people in the sorbet, they always have some on them. Maybe, maybe that would be nice. I'm, I have this thing where I need relevance to. I talked about this already with the 100. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, you know, there's like a there's like a a place called Orange Town that was not orange in One Piece. There's um, and it, and it drove me fucking insane, Chris. Mm. I don't need that again. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Fishman Island, fish. Whole cake island, island full of different fucking Cakes desserts and, and shit. Yeah. Um, long ring, long land, right. long stuff everywhere. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice one. It's Annie's lobby, a lobby with Annie's in it. Hmm. Is that true? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he called Ennies it that. Ennies is in the hole. Ennies? What? Ennies. Ennies is the person, and they're in that Ennies hole. Lobby. I'm trying to see if there's like a clever naming thing behind Ennies Lobby, but I guess not. It better. It better be something that makes sense. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna foot the fuck out. <laughs> you gonna lose your mind? Was that you or me? Oh, that's me. Anyway, okay, so I, I, yeah, there's a lot of really cool lore shit still, you know, anything with Kuma in it is very important. I think it's, um, I think, uh, the thing with Dragon is it's got to be, you know, so telling about what the, how consistent the revolutionaries are, you know, 
Because it'd be one thing, you know, I feel like it's so cool that Dragon is not going to be, is not some guy who's like, no, we need you to put the fate of the world in your hands. And the whole point of the Revolutionary Army is like liberation and freedom. And the people who are in the revolutionaries have to feel free enough to like be part of it. You know, it'd be kind of hypocritical for Dragon as a leader of, of an army that touts freedom to withhold Kuma's freedom to do as he pleases and live a life, you know? Um, yeah. So I thought that was like really cool. I'm, he's such an enigma. I need to know more about dragon so much because <laughs> we still don't know much about him at all. He's such a stoic and serious figure. And he's like basically the opposite of Luffy in every single way. Um, which is crazy. It makes me even wonder is like, is he even Luffy's dad? Yeah, he gave he he's the father of ne- of the next Nika. Yeah. That I, makes I, total sense now. No, that makes sense for sure, but like they're just so different that I'm like, man, where does he where does he get his uh his goofy nature from, you know? Shanks? Maybe. No, Maybe the mom. Too. Whoever his mom is. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I got to interrupt you right now. Yeah. I got to interrupt you right now. Yeah. I'm on the spot. I, I know we don't know much about both of them, but I, I just gut feeling. Shanks versus Dragon. Who you got? Man, we don't know anything about that <laughs> either. And on business, Chris. Gut feeling. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'll say it first. Honestly, Shanks. Hmm. I would have to say Dragon. But, you know, I feel like Dragon is, like, such a different entity altogether. And he is technically... It's supposed that he he has the highest bounty out of everybody in the series, Dragon. We don't know what it is. But he is the world's most wanted man. So I have to know, I have to imagine it's because he was able to fuck the nine hundred, not nine shabillion dollars. Yeah, he's berries. got nine, he's the nine shabillion berry man. Who's the, I think Luffy is like three billion at this point, 3.3 or something. Uh, no, he, I think Luffy is three billion flat. Um, Blackbeard is like three point four billion. I think Shanks is worth more than that. But I don't know. Anyway, that's the thing about Dragon. One of the things also is the burning of the village is a thing that happened to Luffy as well. <laughs> After a certain point, whatever nobles live on the island just eventually decide to burn down the half of the island they think is worthless. Well, they explained why. This seems to happen all the time. Hmm? I said... Like, they, they explained why, kind of, through the Sorbet Kingdom. I guess you could... It's pretty much the same, like, similar reasons. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it was the same thing with Luffy's Island, and eventually the nobles on that island thought that the uh, trash heap mountain that they lived on 
was like worthless and stuff and you know didn't was like weighing down the goa kingdom so they decided to burn it down but yeah it's funny that Fucking like kingdom. every island seems to go through this after after a certain point where the leaders that where the nobles are just like you know what let's just let's just kill everyone on that side but I can't help but wonder if this is the moment where Kuma probably defeats Bakari and becomes king of the Sorbet Kingdom. Oh, right. He does become king. Yeah, I imagine he, there's, like... There's a lot more to the story, man. Yeah. He's, when does he become a robot? Robobobot. My guess is that, like, he volunteers for Vegapunk's technology stuff in exchange for curing bonnie yeah that's my guess it could not be and that. he and vegapunk were friends right yeah he seems to have a good relationship with vegapunk so like i think this is what happened but i don't know there's also like the mystery of what bonnie's real age is this has to be like she has to be luffy's age like the age that she shows everyone has to be the real one yeah. But. Yeah, this is a really good chapter overall. I don't I think it's pretty much uh writings on the wall that One Piece will probably be on break next week. Seeing as Oda, I think for the first time has not been able to finish a chapter in his deadline. Um yeah. Which you know is pretty impressive. Twenty some odd years. Uh, mostly complete chapters. So but you know, uh One Piece will yeah. probably be on. Yeah, but incredible. Yeah, but you know, given uh, the fact that he couldn't finish this week, pretty sure that uh, I wouldn't be expecting a new chapter next week. Um, You know, I wonder if he even really got rest from the surgery he got and just immediately started drawing again. I hope not. Bro's got to take a break. I'm okay with him taking a break. As much as it was, it kills me every time. It's uh, it's it's for the good of the the series and for Oda himself. So. I hope he takes a break, man. But he probably will take one week. Uh, that's all I got to say about uh, One Piece right now. Uh, do you have any rebuttals? Anything else uh, you want to add? Nah. No. All right, then. With that being said, let's uh, go. We're not getting this story out there. We need a plan. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, chapter 406. Uh, get a grip on your quirk. Um, so the battle, is, the battle is continuing onward in My Hero Academia. We start to get a little bit of uh, snapshots from around the battle, uh, around the you know big war thing here that's been going on. Uh, we get the riot capital. The riot at the central hospital has been... Um, Suppress the Okotu Island is under control. Uh, we have the initial location of the Divide and Conquer mission secured, and the injured are being attended to. And the uh, the battle in um, I don't know what this place is called. the The battle at National Takoba Arena is still going, so there's still at least but one you said big Taco Bell. Taco Bell, the National Taco Bell Arena. Um, we see Ojiro's there, so, you know, whoever this weird 
Umbrella Man is over there. He's dead. Ojiro's on the way. Are those babies? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Did you see? Did you see that? Weird. Well, I want to see, see a baby. There's two babies. There's two oh, babies. Yeah, one, two. Are these all little babies? Anyway. It would have been nice to see Ojiro have a moment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be rough when Ojiro beats this guy off screen. Um, they've captured Mr. Skeptic, and uh, the evac system is complete, so heroes are mobilizing to safeguard refugees from the stalled block. Um, you know, everything seems to be kind of slowly uh, going our hero's way. Um, and we cut back to where All Might is, uh, who he's not looking in good shape right now. Uh, fucking Edshot is still alive. That's good to know. He didn't die completely. And, um, you know, we see Bakugo pulling up on All for One after just slamming him into the ground. Um, and, you know, Edshot is talking about how just for a moment that boy's moves had even Shigaraki flustered. He seems to be on the verge of grasping on something essential. Um, Bakugo thinks to himself that he has to make use of this side effect uh, more, more. So, you know, uh, All for One gets up and he is pissed. He's like, enough of this. You can come later. Um, Shigaraki is, you know, kind of bragging to himself about how all for one couldn't get a hold of him anymore. Um, Deku is thinking to himself strategy stuff like he's keeping his distance while the fourth danger sense is keeping is somehow keeping him alive. But how to deal with a super body, a superpower body that can regenerate and inflict instant death? I haven't come up with an answer to that. So he said, the next time I use the second gear ship will be my last. Doesn't matter how long it's active, even as soon as the it ends, the blowback will leave me immobilized. So he can't really use it uh, one last time. Uh, he he'll, he can only use it one more time. So everybody gets geared up for battle, and uh, we focus more on the all for one versus Bakugo fight. Bakugo uh, all for one just decides to like fly away, <laughs> just blasting through build, buildings here. Um, and he's like, Endeavor and Dark Shadow packed more the, packed more punch than he does. Yes, he can wait. He can hardly measure he uh -huh. can hardly measure up to All Might. He's not worth advancing my rewound state. He's pointless. Our fates are not intertwined. And uh Bakugo is like not even he's like kind of just excited. He looks like psycho-ish, and he's thinking he's like, I figured it out. It's the pain. He's saying that the pain as the beads of sweat are stored up in his palms, shoot through his whole body, and the pain as they explode, the locations gives uh, gives him a handle on the timing of those backup blasts. So he uses that to just like throttle himself towards All for One, who looks kind of like a, a young, like a four year old at this point. It looks like a psychotic four year old. Uh, he's got no eyebrows. And, um, you know, he's still like catching up to all for one and, um, fucking all for one is like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? Um, and he, we get this cool pattern where he looks to the side and Bakugo is right there. 
with his hands extended out, ready to fire off a blast. We cut over to the refugee center where Bakugo's parents are watching him on the sea on the on the screen there. And uh, he's like, look, it's Kotsky. And his dad's like, no, I can't bear to watch, given who he's up against. And uh, his mom says, you have to watch because I just know our boy that our boy is, of ours is grinning as he always does. And um, he is. He is doing his weird psychotic smile that I actually just noticed that, you know, Bakugo also smiles a whole lot when he fights, just like kind of All Might does. Um it's kind of a subtle thing. It's a different kind of smile, but uh, you could, uh, I guess you could, it is noticeable the the influence that All Might has had on him. Um, and All for One is just thinking to himself, is like, what is it about this insignificant pebble that vexes me more than All Might does? And then he remembers the second user um, of All for One, oh, One for All, and is like, oh, of course, the resemblance. Um, so uh, we cut over to a flashback where I guess All for One is holding up uh, the second user and he's talking to All for One and saying, Yoichi, he's gone, Demon Lord. You killed him. And um, he says, uh, he thinks to himself, the hatred I harbor brings back memories so vis- the memory so vis- vividly. It's him. It was always him. If only he hadn't reached out like that. And uh, there's like Bakugo lets out a huge explosion slamming All for One back as All for One thinks to himself, the one I loathe above all others. And uh, yeah, they send each other flying backwards. All for One is like, you're the blame for it all, kudo. And Bakugo's like, finally gone senile, bub. That's Kachan Bakugo to you. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think about My Hero Academia chapter 406? Uh, I don't I don't think anybody was right or wrong or nothing like that, but I, when I first seen the second, I know we all thought like, wow, that looks like Akugo, like or his ancestor. We all talked about it, but I didn't really think you know, I didn't really, I thought maybe it was just a coincidence, like a poetic, artistic one. Well, you know what I mean? But no, he seems to be the descendant of this guy who well, had all for one in the past. Well, he didn't say that all, he didn't say all that, but he did say that, um, that he does look like him, but he didn't confirm that he's like a descendant. So it still could be just like a coincidence. He kind of looks like this guy. I don't know. I think it's the way they showed the mom. Then they showed Bakugo. Then on the next page, they showed this guy's face. I don't. Does he have those same eyes though? Which guy? The uh, second when he's holding the guys, like they show a panel of him, and then it says, "Of course, the resemblance." I think he, so it's the hair. They just resemble. Yeah, I think it's the hair. In the eyes, I guess. I don't know. He, he could be either or, to be honest. No, I can't tell with the eyes, honestly. I'm zooming all the way in, and they don't have those same, like, bomb eyes or whatever. So, whatever. Could be, as you say, coincidence. Anyway, um, I think this is, this is a cool chapter. 
Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't care about what was really. Ha- I don't really care about like what's happening around the fights. You know, it's pretty insignificant, honestly. But um, Bakugo learning like a new technique on the fly, fighting against awful one. That's I can get behind that. It's pretty hype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they gave us a little breakdown about uh, a, a small piece. They explain how, how his new power works, how he's using, I guess, the pain he feels in his body to read when those other blasts are going to go off. I'm still not even really sure what they are. They're, they're just mini supportive blasts. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's Damn, hard he, to explain. He went so fast, he ran into the ground. Yeah, he's, he's basically like... I like to think of the little explosions in this context as like kind of continuously double jumping yeah or like you know the little springboards from like sonic it's just propelling him forward right like mad fast or like yeah. grasshoppers like yeah a bunch basically of grasshoppers. right 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 yeah all the world's trigger fans <laughs> this is cool it was fun i liked how i like this page when um i think it's on page 11 but he goes about to blast him he's like spinning still yeah and and, and, uh and off one's just looking like oh oh shit what is that he said what's wrong with them (laughs) for some reason i feel like oh well that was bakugo saying that and that's it we'll chat there yeah, I, I really like this chapter overall. Uh, Bakugo going ham is always super fun to watch because he's he's going to go all out and it's always going to be like really entertaining. Um, I, I it's almost it's really cool the way Bakugo is fighting right now because it's almost like he's like not even there. You know, he's just like so amped up from the adrenaline of resurrecting himself and fighting like unlocking a new stage of his quirk um so you know i am uh i am really excited to see how this whole thing concludes uh i'm wondering is uh is my hero continue? i remember okay so it's not off next week probably just uh one piece but yeah it it is cool to um kind of recontextualize all for one's anger towards the second user because we knew this from a while back that it was the second user that rescued like the original all for one or one for all guy and it which is like such a cool like opposite to the Bakugo Midoriya uh dynamic that I really like you know coming bringing it back full circle to this is the guy who started it all in all for one's mind um, and if there's anybody he hates more than All Might, it's probably the guy that, if it weren't for him, All Might wouldn't even be a thing. So, mm. um, I thought that was really cool. Whether Bakugo is like his descendant or not, I think the resemblance was a smart call because it's not impossible that he's just a guy that kind of looks like Bakugo. You know, people look like each other so sometimes. Poetic and artistic. Yeah, poetic and artistic type of thing um so you know uh i really enjoy this chapter 
Um, I thought it was a great, I thought it was a great read, but those are all my thoughts really. Um, do you have any rebuttals, anything to add? Sorbet. Sorbet. I'll I take didn't expect there to be any sorbet featured in this uh, My Hero Academia chapter, but man, it would have helped. It would have been nice. <laughs> Zero out of ten. There's no sor- sorbets in this chapter. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Spoilers. Right. No sorbet in the next one either. Yeah. Although there should be, all things considered. If there's anywhere a sorbet <laughs> should show up. It's probably this next one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, speaking of which, we should uh, we should just get to it, huh? I already know what's coming, so uh, let's let's move on. Yo, all of these cameras was on, bro. <laughs> all right, no, let's let's go. Oh, geez. This is part of the war on the in the Bronx. Undead unluck. And I'm going to uh, pass the honors oh, over to this. Josh. I got this. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know you got this. I know you were. <laughs> you could wait. I tell you what, I want to, before you start, when the second I started reading this chapter, I was so confused. I was like, oh, what's going on here? And then as the pages continued to turn, I was like, oh, fuck, no. Josh is going to not let this go at all. I'm never going to hear the end of it. So bring it on, Josh. I can't believe I can't believe he did this to me. I can't believe Yoshi Fumitozuka did this to me. You should have seen me. it coming, bro. You I should I have? Co- All right, look, look, look. <laughs> I don't know I'm if I. I'm not even gonna get into it. I'm not even gonna get into it. Look, look. No, I you don't look. Bro, in the time. Chapter, oh my god, I had an alternate title on everything, but need I even do it? Chapter number 183, The Three of Us. Last <laughs> last week, uh, Fuko went full gangster time and dived into the uh, crack between dimensions and found out there was uh, 10 uh, new big bosses they had to fight. They all hate each other. They're all troped out. It's, it's going to be a great time for the next uh, arc. But um, in between that time, we cut into um, a wedding ceremony. Well, a ceremony, uh, which happens. We don't, we don't know it's a wedding yet, but it just looks like one. And we have um, Fuko and Rip. They're having a nice little conversation. And uh, like they're basically talking about, like, it's like she's, She's uh, filling, Fuko's filling Rip in on the fact that there was a previous loop and what happened, I guess. And he's like, oh, oh I was, I was moving, I was moving shice like that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, my bad. And uh, then she, uh, he, he mentions that, you know, some, like he felt something weird when he met her, like they had known each other before. Um, but he also mentions that she's a lot like Andy. And, um, which I, I was, he's surprised and I was a little surprised at first, but then I thought about it and was like, oh yeah, for sure. Especially now. And he was like, I mean, and he's like saying like, uh, like how he fought, it was outrageous. And then like, you know, how she does the same thing. 
basically. Um, so, <sighs> yeah. He and, and basically Rip is just like you know saying how awesome Andy is and that you know she has that that you know Fuko's lucky to have someone like that like you know that's that's a great thing. And uh, now it's about to be time, and Fuko says, uh, "What is your decision?" And then there's something on his back. I'm not. It's in French. I'm not going to try to say it that way but they do have it in english thank god which is we only love heartily but once in that is the first time we love mm, i don't know we only love heartily but once and that is the first time we love oh damn that's fucking deep yeah he's passing up the he's throwing up the little wow, two that sign just hit, that just hit me yeah, man. The little two sign, just so deep. you know exactly how many. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even peep that. Yo, well, technically, this, you love yo, twice. You love twice, Rip. Well, he's he's trying to get. He one, said he's we, trying to get a bigger bang for his for his one. He said we only love heartily, but once. One heartily love. Can we change that to twice? He, he's he's trying to get the bang for his buck, bro. So he says he's a lucky man. And Fuko says, oh, I should have known. So that's what they're talking about. All right. He says the idea is wicked sick, which sounds like Andy Q. Anyway, we cut to um, Layla in her wedding dress. And that this is a whole wedding. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny because a few of the characters are kind of like sad. They're like, damn, we kind of... Like feel bad for Latla because we know how much she cared about him and all of that. But you know, that's just how life works. And um the sister like has a big smile on her face that says, Today was the date that sis told us before she got untrust. So this is going to be the happiest day of our Oh yeah. Her projection became opposite. That's oh that was smooth. I like that. And um, we see Rip pull up Dragon um, Latla with her fucking metal leg. I forget they had to keep that on the whole time. <laughs> and um, I- I'm, let's just cut to the chase. Um, he's marrying both the sisters. Chris uh, stole a lot of my thunder, and I respect it. You prefaced, and you kept it a stack, and you were right. As soon as I read this shit, and I only read this uh, about like, an hour ago, like before we started the pod, like I I couldn't I was I, I'm not gonna say I was shocked, but I, I was like, wow, that's very definitive. I thought they were gonna do something very up in the air, like that was up to interpretation, and that would have been enough for me, honestly. I would have argued it to the end of my days, right? But wow, he said, I'm bagging both of y'all. And the crazy thing is that the other sister is like, yo, you out of your fucking mind, like yo, like you like people are gonna look at it as crazy, like you know, like like you make you know you're, you're making a poor decision, blah 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 blah. Um, oh, this is what she says. She says you're trying to bag the sister of the woman you're marrying. You're a scumbag who can't pick one girl to love. <laughs> <laughs> and I know Chris is reading it like, yeah, right. I know. Right? <laughs> you're fucking right, Latla. You don't deserve this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
And then she's like, that's how it comes off to everyone else. You should know better. Uh, why would you do something so stupid? Why do you always worry about me? And it's just like, I love the both of you on that's that. Um, so, so what you gonna do? Like, Layla's better now. Oh, and we want to be free to be polyamorous. Sister's down, and I got two rings. So what's up? And uh, they take it. She, she said, he says, let us, let all three of us laugh and smile together forever. That would be the pinnacle of happiness for us, wouldn't it? Um, and Layla says yes, and Layla says, geez, you're gonna regret this. I guarantee it, Jesus. She can't, she's such a sundere. <laughs> sundere. Such a sundere. I said that close to the mic. Sundere. Okay. Um, so they popping bottles and models. Yeah. Um, and that, and, and, and Andy, I mean, Rip goes to Fuko and he's like, look, I want to join the union. All right. And then his wives is like, yeah, we, we are too. And Fuko's like, bet. Couldn't wait for you to say that. Um, it's all I've been thinking about this whole day. Fuck about your wedding. Um, so Nico's like, all right, look, look, so what we should do is get another mission, fight one of these super Umas or whatever, big boss Umas, uh, press them, make them tell us how we can get to Andy and bet. And Fugo's like, nah, that's actually really dumb. She doesn't say that, but she does. She says, no, let's be smarter about this. And he says, That's say a what? nicer way of saying that was fucking <laughs> just, dumb. Shut the fuck up, Nico. That was juvenile and naive. <laughs> I, asked for, we, I asked for a good idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, so she's like, look, we already know where he's at. He's on the fucking sun. And guess what? There's a negator called Unburned. So uh, he's going to negate us and help us get Andy. And that's that. Pretty cool, pretty smooth. And that was the end of the chapter. Yeah. Undead Unlock. Should have been the RGC. But I, I have more integrity than that. I respect you. Better person for that. I respect you. I respect you for that. So I guess what I'll save my thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Me being absolutely wrong, not notwithstanding. Uh, this is a nice little ending. I guess it doesn't take me fully by surprise, but I didn't think they would. I, you know what it was? I also thought it would be more of an up in the air thing, at the very least. Not literally all three of us getting married. I guess there's nothing technically wrong with that, unless like, you know, these like are two sisters, like biological sisters. Dude, Muslims everywhere are like, yes. <laughs> Is that what happens? <laughs> Let's go. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. They have like multiple wives and shit. Multiple wives, I understand. Like, I don't, I wonder how it works with like. Oh, it's the sisters aspect, yes. right? Yeah, the blood relations. Listen, sisters. they just don't, they, they just don't get busy with each other as a unit. They do it on separate times. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Your boy rips your your boy rips uh 
is what they call a stallion, man. All right, good for him, I guess. He can speak French and he's a doctor. Yeah. It makes sense. He, he's, wow. This is actually, like, the the best person they have, don't, like, talent-wise? Yeah. I mean, Nico is a close second. He's, like, a scientist and stuff. He mm. cut his leg off, no fucking problem. Yeah, he amputated himself and his wife. I'm not giving Lotlo the credit because she was just going to follow him, whatever whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I one of the things I forgot about was the was the leg thing. I thought they're going to be that way forever, but they don't have to be that way. Like the, right the conjoint, yeah, the combined leg thing. Imagine that was the kicker. Like that was the oh, no pun intended. Like that was the reason. Yeah, <laughs> that like, like they're like, well, since you're going to be around all the time, might as well. Marry you too, I guess. Yeah, since you're stuck to my leg. You do love me and I love you, so Yeah. Yeah, bro. Uh, it was was, it was really cool to talk about unburned. Unfortunate Brian missed this. Oh yeah. Honestly, it's honestly pretty good. But um (laughs) frankly, uh honestly the unburned character coming back is is really cool. And um using him to negate the sun is a really smart idea. Uh, Whoa, that sounds so wild. Yeah. Uh, well, they can, they can negate their them from being combust, their, their ability to burn and combust. So, mm-hmm. Meaning that the effects of the sun probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's so much more involved with the sun, though. Yeah, I guess they have to get up there to begin with. But Yeah, and then, like, is it even the surface? Like, Technically, no. What about the, what about the, the force of, the fire propelling? Like it may not burn them, but what about like the immense? It's like an exploding star, isn't it? Like it's forever exploding. It's a gaseous star. So there is technically no surface, but in this world, I guess there is. Yo, bro, the sun is basically our god. Like, yeah, that's what people thought. I just ago. got really existent. It might as well be, bro. Like without it, we'd all be dead. That's true. We will. We would. But like not just like we'd be dead, dead. No, yeah, like, we'd be dead. There'd be no. There wouldn't even be a fucking Milky Way or nothing like no galaxy. Yeah, no, you'd be, we'd be dead, dude. It wouldn't be good at all. Um, but yeah, the unburned character is like I remember him looking kind of like a JoJo character when he was first introduced. And we haven't really heard him speak at all. He barely had any lines. So it'd be interesting to see who this character is. Like, he was just a guy in the background, and we never really got to see him do anything um, because his uh, ability is so specific. Um, But I'm looking forward to finding out who this character is and um, what his deal is. Very excited for that, to be honest. Uh, It looks like he's like a construction worker. Or something. But that's uh, my best guess. But those are all my thoughts, really. I, I enjoyed this chapter overall, and I, I'm glad we have a, 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 a plan to get Undead in some, to some degree. It'd be cool to get Andy back. 
because they still have so many other characters to get. They still got to get like Top and um, I know probably top. exists in oh, the speed. Yeah, the speed guy. Um, I feel like they talked to Unknown already, but maybe I'm. Yeah, I don't know if he's like. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if he's dead in this reality. Oh no, they did. They, they, you're right. They did talk to him. It was like the first person they got. Yeah. Um. All right. But he some... saved them from doing it or something like that. Like he never picked up the pen. Right. Yeah. Uh. But Josh, what did you think about the chapter? Um. It was funny as hell, but it made me think about something really... All right, all right. I think the way they've been setting, like, these characters up, they're, we're going to see a lot of these guys die again. And it's going to it's gonna, it's gonna hit a lot more. Like, I think all this work that they're putting in for these characters individually... Like it's it's gonna lead you know I th I think it's gonna really matter, um you know as as the series starts to you know get to its uh, conclusion. And I can't you know I've always looked at Undead as like, like kind of like this little brother series, you know, and it's funny because I felt like that about a handful of other series over the years, and then you know there have been other series like Black Clover that went from being a little bro series that like eventually it was like, nah, this is, this is valid. You know, like it was winning RGCs every now and then you win, you win one enough times that you're, you're, you're apex series. You mean a little bro, big bro. Yeah. But man, Undead Unluck has a lot of potential. I, I enjoy it a lot. I still admit that I don't consider it on that same level as the ones I really enjoy, like Jutsu Kaisen and One Piece. And I guess my hero sometimes. But, um... This, this, ne this next, this upcoming arc, I have a lot of potential. And for nothing else, they proved me right on the podcast. So that's, that's a lot going for it there in my book. I think this is one of the first theories that you've act we've actually gotten right on the show. <laughs> I guess it's technically really more of like... A Frankly, like it's the only time any of us have been. It's one of the few times we've any of us have been right. So I think that's worth celebrating. Well, spoilers for Jujutsu Kaisen, real quick. If if you're viewing this separately for some, you know, for whatever reason, um, but I I don't know if we all did, but I I want to feel like. Me and at least I think all three of us kind of called out and admitted that damn we think Gojo was gonna lose. Not gonna at one point or another, we were that. all we were all like that. I think that's what it is. We all kind of came to that point at some point, but I I, I truly want to say the doubt only crept away when they said he won, <laughs> which was like, yeah, like I mean, whatever. You got it, Gigi. That was great. But good for you, Gigi. I want to. I don't know. I guess I can't count that as like a claim or nothing like that. None of us can. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Boy married sisters. And I'm sure there's a rap song about that. 
It's gotta be. I know I've heard one. Of them yeah, I mean, like in that. the pantheon of of rap, you're telling me there's not one "Marry Two Sisters" song. Maybe not marrying, but definitely fucking like mm. having a is it, having a menage with them, and they. There's gotta be something sisters, like you know that. Twins, twin sisters. People, people used to say they wanted to fuck Tia and Tamara at the same time, mm. all the time. Yeah, you're right. About that. That. I've said that. <laughs> so, I, don't, I guess. That, I guess that's why it's not super outrageous. No. Uh, on, on first blush, it's only when you when you peel that layer back, and then you're like, hmm. The implications. You gotta kiss both of them. You can't just kiss one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything you do to one, you gotta do with the other. That's yeah. It's crazy. crazy yeah. It's crazy. It's nasty work, man. Your boy, your boy Rip is a is a devious guy. Yeah. He was like, I'm still gonna be a villain. Just, <laughs> just uh, this kind. Yeah, <laughs> this kind. Just uh. Just the womanizing kind. Giving me vibes when uh when uh Kenjaku no actually it wasn't Kenjaku that was actually um Ghetto when he called Okotsu a womanizer <laughs> and he was like don't be rude our love is pure <laughs> that's funny yeah okay well. Well, I don't have any more thoughts. Well, that was Undead Unlocked. And that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening as per usual. You can find me at the Chris Espinol on Twitter and Instagram. Josh is at JDCole underscore 37 on Instagram. At New Gym City Josh on Twitter. Or, sorry, X. And uh, you can follow the show itself at New Gym City on Instagram and X and TikTok. Uh, email to nerdupcitypod at gmail.com one of the questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about and we'll get on it uh, as soon as possible in our pre-show chat show that we put out every Wednesday or you know, how two days after usually we put out the pod the main pod uh, like, share, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube that would be super neat uh, and if you prefer audio podcasts uh, you, we're pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts uh, we're everywhere Check us out. And um, yeah, without further ado, that's been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week on New Jump City. Stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out, guys. Go Knicks. I'm out to watch them. <laughs> <laughs>